Welcome to the end of religious Christianity. If you're truly born again, you've got the joy of the Lord inside of your spirit. You've got power inside of your spirit. My gift from God is to move you into your spirit, man, where God is, where you know all things, where things present and things to come are yours. Come with me into the kingdom of God. Hey, welcome back to the Kingdom Dynamics podcast. Here I am, Jonathan, in Melbourne, Australia, bringing you another episode, helping you as a born-again Christian to access your spirit man, where God is. You are seated on the throne with Jesus. Paul said that you are seated in Christ in the heavenly realms. You've got to believe it. This is the mystery of the sons of God. This is the mystery of the ages that has been kept hidden. Let me just read you some introductory scriptures while you wait. I know that the devil is lying to you right now. I know that your mind is trying to decide whether I am from God or not. But I am your brother. I am a spirit that is wrapped up in a body. And Jesus Christ is Lord. You are saved by grace through faith. The law came through Moses, but grace and peace came through Jesus Christ. So I thank God that he's written the law on my heart. And I don't need anybody to teach me but the Holy Spirit guides me into all truth. The mystery that was kept hidden, Mark says, that Jesus said to them, to you it has been given to know the mystery of the kingdom of God, but to those who are outside, all things come in parables. Maybe me speaking to you today is like a parable. Maybe your head is screaming, trying to understand something that is only understood by the Spirit. We know from 1 Corinthians chapter 2 that the natural mind cannot comprehend the things of the Spirit. And so often we are born again into the kingdom of God, into an incorruptible seed, into a kingdom that will never end. Heaven and earth will pass away, but Jesus' words will never pass away. But often we get caught up in religion. Jesus himself, he's the king, he's the Christ, he's the son of God, he's the only true God, the living God, the one who was and is and is to come. Born of a virgin, rose from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit, seated at the right hand of God. And he says that you and I will sit with him on his throne. That's the king. Don't argue with me. The king said it in Revelation chapter 3. And it says the spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. This is 1 Corinthians 2 verse 11. For he who knows a person's thoughts except their own spirit within them. In the same way, no one knows the thoughts of God except the spirit of God. What we have received is not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, so that we may understand what God has freely given to us. 
Now, what he's given to us is the kingdom. What he's given to us is his son, Jesus. I said in the last episode that when we believed in Jesus Christ, we received his righteousness, which is not only the removal of our sin, bringing us back to zero, but it's the addition of everything that Jesus is and everything that we that he has. So we receive all of Jesus. We receive all that he is and all that he has, all of his good works. We receive. God is pleased with us as if we lived every day that Jesus lived. It's absolutely amazing. And so it goes on here in 1 Corinthians 2. What we have received is not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, so that we may understand what God has freely given us. This is what we speak not in words taught by human wisdom, but in words taught by the Spirit, explaining spiritual realities with Spirit-taught words. The person without the Spirit does not accept the things that come from the Spirit of God, but considers them foolishness and cannot understand them because they are discerned only through the Spirit. It goes on to say we have the mind of Christ. So we do know the mind of God. I said we do know the mind of God. Now, religion does not want you to know. And even now, you are being weighed. You are being weighed by the word of God. You are being weighed by the fire of God. Because your mind, your natural mind wants to reason me out. Your natural mind wants to decide whether you need to change or not. Because, for example, if I tell you by the Spirit of God that you need to tithe, it's easier for you to discredit me so that you don't tithe than it is for you to tithe. But which is the right thing to do? The right thing to do is to obey God. So if I'm speaking to you spiritual truths, then you need to repent. You need to involve them into your life. That's why Jesus says, to whoever has, more will be given. But to he who does not have, even what little he has will be taken away. And so my whole ministry has come alive around the parable of the sower. But there is no parable of the sower. There is only the parable of the seed. There is only the parable of the kingdom. Why is that? That is because Jesus Christ only spoke about the kingdom. John the Baptist preached only about the kingdom. Jesus Christ preached only about the kingdom. The book of Acts, Jesus spent 40 days talking to people about the kingdom. In fact, every parable was about the kingdom. We might call the parable or know the parable as the parable of the sower or the parable of the weeds, or the parable of lost coin. But those are man-made parables. In fact, I'd say Satan-made parables. Because Satan comes to steal the seed. Jesus Christ himself said that the most important parable is the parable of the sower. He said to the disciples that if you don't understand this parable, you will not understand anything. He said the mystery of the kingdom is explained in this parable. So 
You need to understand the kingdom of God. I can't teach you about healing. I can't teach you about resurrection power. I can't teach you about anything until you understand the kingdom. That's why you get it wrong. You might think, why did I pray for that person and they didn't get healed? Why do bad things happen to good people? Why doesn't God answer my prayers? How did God kill Ananias and Sapphira? How can God be a God of love and be a good God and yet flood the earth? Well, all of these questions, because everything is answered by the kingdom of God. A really quick answer for you is that the king can do whatever he wants. He is a king. He's not a democratic ruler like a president that needs your approval. He doesn't need a cabinet. He doesn't need to be voted in. A king is born. I said a king is born. He can do whatever he wants. He can, he can wipe out the whole face of the earth. But Jesus said that my words will never pass away. His throne is established on faithfulness, on righteousness, on judgment, on justice, and he does not change. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And we have his word. So we don't have to be afraid because we know his character. That's why God said to Moses, you are a friend of God. He said to John, you are a friend of God. He said to the disciples, I now call you friends. So when we seek first the kingdom and his righteousness, that's a very important second part, is to seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. It is about friendship. Righteousness is more about friendship than you could possibly understand. So let me go back because I haven't lost track of where I'm up to. 1 Corinthians 2 verse 7 says, Indeed, we continually speak of this wonderful wisdom that comes from God, hidden before now in a mystery. It is his secret plan, listen, destined before the ages to bring us into glory. Listen, the secret plan, this is it. The kingdom of God is that we are the sons of God, that we are the sons of God. Of God. We are the image sons of God. I said in the last episode that a giraffe does not give birth to sheep. A giraffe does not give birth to monkeys. Of course, a giraffe gives birth to giraffes. And God gave birth to you and I. God gave birth to us. John says that we are not born of the will of our father and mother, but we are born of the will of God. We are a new creation. That's a new species. We're not human. We're still human in our physical bodies, but we are a new species. We are unique. The angels, their home is in heaven and they visit the earth. Humans and animals, their home is on the earth. Man never fell from heaven. Man was made out of the earth, from the earth, in the earth, of the earth, and is meant to stay on the earth. We were never meant to go to heaven. Heaven is a pit stop. The new heavens and the new earth are become one. And it's evident in the entire Bible. God gave the earth to man. Colossians says that all things are going to come together under Christ. All things are going to come together under one in Christ. In fact, Jesus said, you and I are one. He prayed that the Father and the Son 
and the Holy Spirit and you and I, the church, would be one. So it says in Revelation that heaven and earth will join together and that the Father will dwell with man on the earth. So our place is to remain on the earth in friendship with God for eternity. And it's going to be amazing. We're going to have a new body. We're going to have a new spirit. I mean, a new body. We're going to have our spirit, uh, eternal spirit, and it's going to be amazing. But for right now, I'm trying to explain to you that we as a new creation, new species, we are unique. Unlike the angels, unlike the animals, we are dual citizens. We are able, like an ambassador, to be in two places at once. We are citizens of heaven. So our spirit man is born again. And our spirit man is in Christ, hidden in Christ. The born-again Christian experience is Psalm 91. It's Psalm 91. We dwell in the shelter of the Most High for every believer, but we also dwell on the earth. And that is why, like a lasso, like lightning, we connect heaven to earth. We are the earth. The Bible says in Timothy, we are the pillar and the ground of the truth, the pillar and the grounding of the truth, or maybe Titus. And so... I just want to read this to you as well. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 8. Having made known to us the mystery of his will according to his good pleasure, which he purposed in himself, that in the dispensation of the fullness of the times he might gather together all one in all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on the earth in him. So this is again the great convergence, I call it, the convergence of everything under Christ and into Christ. That's us. That's oneness. Last of all, Colossians chapter 1, verse 25, of which I became a minister according to the stewardship of God, which was given to me for y'all to fulfill the word of God, the mystery which has been hidden from angels and from generations, but has now been revealed to his saints. That's us, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. So, Basically, you've inherited the kingdom, which is Christ. He owns you. He lives inside of you. You live inside of him. You are one with Christ. You are you are God's son. You are God's image. You are God's reflection on the earth. And it's a very, very, very exciting and good thing. Today, I want to share with you the future focus of Christ I want to share with you the future focus that you need today. I'm telling you the truth. This is a fact. We are under a great pressure at the moment. The great, the tribulation has begun. The tribulation has always begun. I don't want to get into eschatology and the end times. I'm telling you that persecution is at hand. And I've been saying this for a long time now, and it's good to see other prophets saying it as well. And I'm not saying that I'm a prophet. I'm saying that I'm seeing the future. And if you go back, you can listen to my episodes, and those who've been following since the beginning know that you know I've predicted all of this. And what Jesus said is, I am, said Jesus, and you will see the Son of Man sitting at the right hand of the Mighty One 
and coming on the clouds of heaven. So this is Jesus executing his identity to the Pharisees in Mark chapter 14. So what I'm trying to say to you is that Jesus was looking at the future. He was being persecuted. He was being interrogated. He was being slandered. And he said to them the future. He said to them what he could see. His eyes were on things to come, which Paul says are ours. In Acts chapter 7, Stephen, full of the Holy Spirit, looked up to heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God. Now, he too was being persecuted. He was stoned to death, but he had a future focus. He had the future focus of Christ. John chapter 16, Jesus said, But when he, the Spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all the truth. He will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears, and he will tell you what is to come. So again, the future focus of Christ is the Holy Spirit. He is showing you the future. He's showing you the things that are to come. And finally, in Revelation chapter 4, after this, I looked and there before me was a door standing open in heaven and the voice of I heard at first speaking to me like a trumpet saying, come up here and I will show you what must take place after this. So again, here are four examples of the future focus of Christ. And this is a key, if you're willing to receive it, to survive the coming tribulation. This is the key for you as a Christian to stay on fire. Remember, everybody in the garden fell asleep. In the garden of Gethsemane, they all fell asleep. And we are in that garden of Gethsemane story right now. I don't know when Jesus is coming back, but I know that all of, the, all of the disciples fell asleep. And Jesus said, can't you pray one more hour? And so what we're in now is the story of the ten virgins in the Bible, where all of them fell asleep. You've got to remember that all of them fell asleep. So all of the virgins, both foolish and wise, fell asleep. And so what I'm saying to you is that people are under pressure. There is a move of the spirit of this world, of the Antichrist. And there is a great falling away. And there is a great shaking. And there is a great disturbance. But what I want you to do is to fix your eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of your faith. I want you, it's like when you're in a dream and you want to wake up and you have to exert yourself from your dream to wake yourself up. You know, it's like it reminds me of, of being a child and, 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 and having to, wanting to scream, but I can't because, you know, I'm, 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 I'm experiencing something, um, you know, from the other realm. And so that is what I'm feeling right now. So the love of many is growing cold. Jesus said offenses will come. He asked, will I find faith on the earth? 
Now, I'm not a doomsday prophet, but I'm telling you by the Spirit and as a gift of discernment in the church, wake up. Listen, don't be offended. Forgive everybody everything they've ever done. Forgive yourself. Forgive God. Wipe off your to-do list. Those things you haven't done, find out what is God. And he's there right now to help you. There is a breeze blowing right now so that you can hear his voice because he speaks to you. He speaks to your inner man. Remember, God is spirit and he is seeking those who will worship him in spirit and in truth. So he is speaking to you right now. There is a still small voice and he's saying to you, will you come away with me? Will you pray? Will you read your Bible? Will you forgive that person? Will you give money to that person? Will you go to work tomorrow and love those unlovely people? Listen, he is your friend. He is softly spoken. He's a king. Sometimes he does speak with great authority and very sternly, especially if you have a covenant with him. But he wants to lead you. He wants to guide you. Now, You need to disconnect from this world system. Yes, pay your bills, go to work, but don't get caught up in the deception. Remember, the whole world is under the sway of the evil one. And if we are anywhere near those end times, devil get out in Jesus' name. Lo, ho and Joe, go in Jesus' name. Fear, go in Jesus' name. Leave, leave in Jesus' name. Leave that person. You lying spirit, you go. You are the father of lies and you have nothing. You have nothing in Christ. You have nothing in the church. We are the gate of heaven and the gates of hell will not prevail over us in Jesus' name. Guys, it's so important to walk in love. It's so important to walk in the Spirit. I'm telling you the truth. You need to will yourself. You need to will yourself, like those disciples in the garden, to pray. You need to have a future focus of Christ. Don't get caught up in the rebellion. Don't get caught up in the mark of the beast and the falling away. Listen, don't worry about what you will eat or what you will drink or what you will wear. Because your father knows. If he tells you to run, then run. But don't worry. Some of you are worried about, you know, should I sell my house? Should I receive the vaccine? Look, the vaccine is a stage three trial. It is an unapproved, according to the FDA, according to the Pfizer website, according to the Um, Moderna website, the AstraZeneca website, it says this is a clinical trial of an unapproved vaccine that may not work. So that's all I'm going to say about that. But I would encourage you to get your immunity in the spirit up, get get your love up, 
get your spirit up, get your physical body up. Start to wake up early, start to pray, start to forgive other people, start to live for the benefit of others, start to pray for other people. Why don't you stop praying for yourself and just start to pray for other people? That would be revolutionary. That would be amazing. So, Father, right now, I ask in the name of Jesus Christ for a breaker anointing on my friends, these people, these children of yours, God. Mark them with your Holy Spirit and fire. Answer their prayers. Answer their desires. Give them the desires of their heart. I release angels to implement your word in their lives. I move, Lord, by the power of your spirit, the blockages that are in their life. I blow them up out of the water. Angels are going to blow them up out of the water. Listen, guys, this is the secret. Don't be offended and the devil won't be able to touch you. Love everybody. Don't get offended. I don't know how to explain it better, but you will be untouchable. If you don't worry, if you love, the devil can't touch you because he can't hook you. He can't hook you in your soul if you are healed. So you are healed. So let go. Let go. Let go. Let go of your life. Let go of your life. Go through the narrow gate. Few find it, but go through the narrow gate. Make a decision. I'm going to live for the benefit of others. I'm going to pray for others. I'm going to lose my life and find it. I believe in Jesus Christ. I believe in his word. I live off every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Jesus, you are my food. You are my daily bread. I believe you. Just tell him that now. I believe you, Jesus. I believe you. I drink your blood. I eat your flesh. I walk through you, Jesus Christ. You are the door. You are the gate. I come into the heavens. I come into the holy of holies. I come in by the blood of the lamb. I come in by the blood of the Lamb, into the throne of grace with confidence. And thank you, God, you answer every prayer. Lord, bring me victory in every area of my life for your glory. Make my enemies my footstool. Lord, release me into the dominion of the sons of God. Father, I thank you that you answer my prayers. I thank you that signs and wonders follow me everywhere I go. I am a witness. I am salt. I am light. And I receive the earth. You gave the earth to man. I receive it. I receive my city. I receive my family. I receive my, my kingdom. I receive my sonship. I receive wisdom. I receive the Holy Spirit. And guys, we need to push back the enemy. We need to, Paul said, take every thought captive into the obedience of Jesus Christ and 
punishing every act of disobedience. So you have been authorized to punish every act of disobedience. Don't complain. Don't go on Twitter and Facebook and complain. Shut it down. We shut down the demonic government. We ask that the Panama files would come out, that it would make Edward Snowden look like an episode of The Simpsons because of the data that is about to be released. We ask, I ask, that the the financials of Vladimir Putin and of every other corrupt society and person would be put on the internet today. That every Panama file, every offshore bank account, every whitewashed tomb would be exposed. In Jesus' name, I ask that 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 whether it's whoever it is, Donald Trump or Edward Snowden or George, that they would release the files, that there would come transparency to international banking, that every evil bank account, every offshore facility, every shell company, every trust fund in the Bank of England, in the City of London and in the Greater London would be found out today in Jesus' name. I pray that gambling would be illegal in Victoria, where I live. I pray that the casino would be shut down in Jesus' name. And I pray in Jesus' name. That the CSIRO, that Australia's science uh, people, would invent the next quantum computer that would end warfare in the way that it's been, that it would never be this way, that we would hold the key to the future and that we would have the wisdom to keep it safe in Jesus' name. Thank you. Father, we plead the blood. I invoke the blood covenant of Jesus Christ, Holy Spirit, right now over everyone who's listening and over myself. We, I invoke the blood of Jesus over me, over my family, over my assets. Lord, angels, fiery angels from the throne of God surrounding me, Lord, and going out into every one of these people's lives, would you touch all of us with the coal from your altar? that would purify us, I ask for a grace gift to understand the kingdom, that we would understand the kingdom to be able to implement your word. I ask that we would perform and begin to implement and perform the good works that you began, that you prepared for us. Thank you for the power that works in us to perform them. Thank you for the power of your Holy Spirit in us. Help us to become weak so that you can be strong. Help us to know our weakness, God. Help us to surrender. Help us to yield. Teach us to receive and to let go so that we can be used by you, knowing where we end and where you begin. Holy Spirit, would you shock us? Would you surprise us? Would you use us? 
And would you remind us and let us know that it was not us, but it was you. It was all you. And we give you all the glory and all the praise. We want to be shocked, God. We want to be stunned by the signs and the wonders, the deliverances, Lord, the, the, the fruit that is coming. Listen, 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 listen. There is a harvest of souls coming to the earth. Most of them are already alive. This is the beginning of the generation that was to come. And he is going to bring them to people like you, man, because you are going to tell them the truth. You are not going to tell them about religion. It's it's, it's already finished, guys. It's not going to happen. You are not going to tell them about religion. You are going to invite them into the kingdom of God because you've received it. And you will teach them to obey the words of Jesus Christ. That is your duty, not only to lead them to Christ, but to teach them to obey him as a king, not as a religious leader, not as a church pastor, not as a, you know, denomination. Those days are fully over. But he wants you to lead them to Christ, to explain and show them the power of the kingdom of God by the Holy Spirit to demonstrate the kingdom and to explain it and to teach them and to teach them to obey him, to obey all of his commandments. So you are baptizing them. You are baptizing nations. Listen, if you do this, there will be fire on your hands. And every chain will be broken as you pray for these people. So will you receive that mandate? Will just say yes, yes, and teach people to obey Jesus. That's what it's all about. Just give them the words in red. They need to obey Jesus. They need to obey Jesus Christ, showing him that they love him. And I love you. Thank you so much for listening. Fire on you, fire. Listen, just yield to the fire. Don't avoid it. Don't try and control it. Yield. God bless you.